All right, welcome back to another episode of Producer Ground Podcast. Karen Taylor JV with me. Yo. Band playing the building. What's good with you, bro? What it is, man. What's good? Appreciate you pulling up, man. For sure. It's an honor. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. I don't, I don't know where to start, man. Um, 20 out of 22 songs on the new Dumb and Dumber album. For sure. Dolphin Key Glock. For sure. How did that, how did the, how did that even come about? Man, really just staying in their ear pretty much. Like, the only, uh, the first track. The first track that they did together as a collective, really, it was major. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that bitch went gold in three months. And that was so your song? So, it was just work. like, boom, I, did, yeah, I produced that as well. So, after that, it was just like go time, really. I was always sending him tracks and stuff like that. So, he had flew me out to L.A. to work with him and everything. And they was playing me back some shit they was doing. And it was like 10 at the time. It was like 10 tracks. And I was like, damn. Yeah. So, I had just started making shit while I was out there. And we were just going in, bro. So I left and I came back like a week later. They had like 10, 20 more tracks. Like, so it's really more songs than really what it was that came out. You feel me? So just work, consistency pretty much is how it happened. Mm. Staying, staying in pocket. And were all the were all those beats like you sent around the same time that Major came out? Or? Nah, it was just over time. Like a couple of the beats on there, like Baby Joker and uh, If I Ever. Them them beasts is older than my daughter. I got a I got a four year old daughter. Damn, you feel me? Them motherfuckers old. You know what I'm saying? So it's new to everybody else, yeah. of course. But yeah, yeah, most of the stuff on there was just like just overtime. Couple of them was new, just you know different shit. I think I heard that you said in one of your interviews that one of them was like from like 2013. or Yeah, something. for sure. That's crazy. For sure. Which one is that? That was the Baby Jogger beat. Mm. Yeah. Do you ever sit in the room while they work on your beats? Yeah, 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 all the time. Like, it's a smooth process, you feel me? Like, they just go in. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. go in, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. So now, were you were you, were you you signed to them, like, before you, you guys started working on this project? Nah, or? just uh, in the midst of everything, pretty much, I decided to go, go that route. Just pretty much, it was just a, it was just a, a kind of a leveling up type of situation, you feel me? Because I didn't been producing for different people over time and doing different stuff. It was just like a, something different for me. So I mm. felt like it was the proper move for me to make at the time. So I am paper route band. You yeah. feel me? That's what's going on. So, so what were you doing like up until, you know, this point kind of? Well, I also engineer as well too. A lot of people don't know that. So like I got a studio in Nashville. And um, I pretty much was taking sessions and, you know, making beats, uh, working with people around the city. Uh, uh, I do a lot of stuff with Starlito. I know mm-hmm. people, are, a lot of people familiar with him. I got a lot of different placements, of course, back in. So I was just, you know, using my brand and my name to move around, make me some money until that one record pop. You feel me? Yeah. So that's all I was doing up until now. Pretty much. So what's the what's the scene like out there? I know about yo, you know, Buck and everything yeah. from Nashville, but I don't, I'm not really too familiar with any other artists up there and stuff. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's crazy right now. It's like a lot of talent. Like I work with a, a couple of different artists. Uh, one of them by the name of Trapper Mandel. Um, he signed up on the Starlito, and he okay. he going crazy right now. The city love him. Um, work with uh, another artist named Grimey. He's from my hometown. I'm actually from Columbia, Tennessee. So it's like 40 minutes outside of Nashville. Mm. So I've been working with him. Uh, a couple of more artists just like under me that I work with, you feel me, just kind of close it. But everybody going him right now. Everybody going hard. It's like a lot of talent. It's just like no real light shed on the urban scene mm-hmm. of the music in Nashville. Why, so. not, why don't you think so? 
ain't nobody. It, it ain't never been nobody to shed that light or put it put it in place or put. You feel me? Make it to where right. it, it is some light on the like the people that was in place. They ain't do it right. You feel me? Like the books or the whoever else that came out of Nashville. They ain't wouldn't. It wasn't really nobody to come behind them. You feel me? Yeah. So that's why I'm trying to be a sniper right now. And why do you think it's because like there was no like like pulling up. Yeah. Of artists from the ladder, like definitely, kind of definitely. You feel me? Like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, so what? What, what is the right way though? Like to to shed light. I feel like me in the position that I'm in right now. It's been a long time. I feel that somebody didn't took the role as far as producing a whole project like this. So I feel like. If if I do this the right way, mm-hmm. however I'm doing this right now, and mm-hmm. I'm just pretty much blind to the new industry scene or whatever, if I do this the right way, I could be the like the real staple to bring somebody up pretty much. I could mm-hmm. sign artists, have them come from up under me, and right. you feel me? Bless the world, like right. a Timbaland, like a whatever else is going on, like a super producer. You mm-hmm. feel me? I'm on it. You feel me? I ain't even satisfied right now because I've been making beats. I feel like I've been making hits. I'm just really getting... My time right now, you feel me? Mm. It's you, you got your eyes on any guys that deserve that? Um, like you feel, you know, when is it when it is time? Like you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like it's a like I said, it's a lot of talent that I've been working with over time and stuff like that. It's just really having the mentality and having the, the go get it because I don't want to be doing eighty five percent of the work. And you the artist, you feel me? That's right. that's stupid as hell, you feel yeah. me? I made the beat. As soon as that shit bounce out, my job is done, I feel like, you feel me? So, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people that's unfocused, so they don't really have that, that go-get-it, you feel me, about they stuff. So. What do you think is the main reason that holds people back and makes them not be a go-getter and stay focused? Man, I feel like they worry about, I feel like they worry about too much that's going on in their personal they personal situations and shit like that. It's a lot of stuff that can go on in your everyday life that'll keep you from doing what you really want to do and knowing your purpose and stuff like it. You feel me? So that's pretty much like I didn't I didn't been through some little shit to I to where I know the way I'm supposed to be doing music. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. So mm-hmm. if you know what you're supposed to be doing, that's what you know what I'm saying, stick on that. You feel me? That's what I've been on mm-hmm. for the past I don't know how many years, mm-hmm. forever. When you first yeah. started making music, did you know that's what you wanted to do? Yeah, for sure. Like, of course, you know, everybody started out wanting to play sports and shit like it. Mm-hmm. Who didn't get right. in sports when they was younger? <laughs> but to the league, I swear. Yeah, all that shit, you feel me? All that. But, like, um, once I got older and realized what I really wanted to do, I really enjoyed making music. Mm-hmm. And I got an older brother. He made beats as well. He made a beat on uh, Bryson Tiller. First album, mm-hmm. uh, the Rambo beat. His name is Chris King. Mm-hmm. So it's actually one of my favorite producers. Shout out to bro. You mm-hmm. feel me? <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I wanted to be like him growing up. You feel me? Just like making beats like him. So I pretty much took that up on. I just kept going with that. You feel me? I've been doing music since I was 14 years old, like on the beat mm-hmm. side of shit. You mm-hmm. feel me? Yeah, yeah. What were you doing when he when that when he got that Bryson Tiller placement? Like what was your life like? Man, I was uh what year was this? I was just making shit. I was still working. I think I was at the time working with Lido and Book. Really okay. Book, real, real heavy, you feel me, at the time. How'd you link up with him? Well, um, it was just through mutual uh, mutual people in Nashville, pretty much. Uh, engineers and just people that knew him. They brought me to the forefront. Uh, and when he got out of jail and stuff like that, we made one record. And since then, like, 
we were just going pretty much. Yeah. Like, you feel me? We just had chemistry. Mm. So that led to like a whole bunch of different mixtapes and shit like that with him. Just a whole bunch of different stuff. He seems real supportive. In that one interview, he was shouting you out left and right. Facts. Yeah, yeah, at the time he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, it's cool. No, nah, I was just, um, you know, I did a whole lot of work with him. Like, it, we just, it just really wasn't no business in play um, and stuff like that. So we kind of like separate ways. You parted ways and mm-hmm. shit like that. You feel me? It ain't no bad blood, you know, like it, but you know. Do you feel like that's something that's got to be worked on? Because a lot of stuff when you first start now is off of handshakes and it's not really like Definitely. paperwork. Hell yeah. I feel like if somebody believes in you, they should be willing to goddamn not look at you getting your lights cut off and shit like it. You mm, feel me? Yeah, just, yeah. you know, just certain shit like it. Or, you know, you know, they just, somebody believe in you, they ought to be willing to be like, huh, bro? You feel me? Right. Appreciate you. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Pull back up the mall type shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What? No, I was going to say, because I've heard of situations where a producer might go to an artist, you know, for some help, kind of like that, and then mm. they block him. Mm. Yeah, damn. <laughs> that's crazy. They cold out here, boy. They cold. How would you advise a producer to enter a situation with an artist to make sure he don't get, you know what I'm saying, the stick? Pretty much, I would, like, don't go into it on some fan shit, you feel me? Go mm. into it knowing what you got and knowing your worth mm. at the end of the day. You know, like, f- pretty much, even as a producer, if somebody asking you to come to a session, anyway, they know what you got. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if you go, you play these beats, they they got to know that some business already in play. You mm-hmm. feel me? So make sure you put that on the table. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You got to put that on the table. Otherwise, you're just going to be a fan. Right. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I learned that the hard way. Mm-hmm. I learned that the hard way. I'm talking about I was fans to rappers for so long. <laughs> it's so long mm. But you know You just get taken advantage of Yeah, yeah exactly You feel me But you feel me What producer And you know What rapper that's actually Popping Didn't go through that You feel me right. There's a lot of rappers That's on right now That's probably gonna sign The three four deals In the streets Before they got that major Right You know what I'm saying Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when you go into these convert, like when you go into the studio with the artist, there's a way to go about like uh, doing it. Like when do you bring up the business? Because you don't want to kill the vibe of the session. Yeah, yeah. So, you like, don't. You don't. You don't want to kill the vibe. So you kind of want to. Um, I would say you want to go at somebody, not not necessarily going at the artist direct. You feel me? You want to find out who they business, who handle they business, stuff like that. Go at them. You feel me? If that ain't getting handled, then you take it upon yourself to go with the artist. Because if it ain't getting handled through who handle they business, somebody should have a problem with that. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I ain't saying go at them direct. Like, hey, man, pay me, bro. Pay yeah, me. Right. Yeah, split sheet. Yeah, split sheet. And I know it's a lot of people that tell you, man, no, nah, take a split sheet to the studio. I'm like, hell nah, bro. Right. You trying to give me goddamn kick straight out the booth. You right. feel me? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a fine line because... <laughs> That's really a fine line. All I hear is Carl's voice in the back of my head. He's this entertainment lawyer that we talked to, and he's like, bro, you got to protect yourself. So, but it's like also like, can't be lame. And yeah, just, it's just hey, kind of doing. Here's a contract. Nice yeah. to meet you. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like building a relationship. Like all of this music shit is like, I feel like a lot of people say seventy five percent. I say ninety percent of this industry is built off relationships. So right. if you end up building a relationship with an artist and they vibing. You feel me? They shouldn't feel, you shouldn't feel a certain type of way about asking them, hey, bro, so how do we handle the business about everything right. we've been doing? Because mm-hmm. they definitely planning on putting it out right, if you've right. been working that much. You <laughs> feel me? Right. So would it kind of be like once they, once they, once you've done a song or two with them and they send it like, yo, bro, I think I want to put this on the next project or, and then you kind of be like, 
Then what's in, like, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, you can go that way, too. I mean, shit, and it's, the way music is set up, too, you feel me? It's, it's certain ways to go about getting your money, you feel me? Some shit can be out, and it's, 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 it's shit now digitally set up that they can go and get your money, even though something that's been out two, three years, you feel mm-hmm. me? So mm-hmm. it's certain ways. You just got to know what you want, and you feel me? Go go for that, you feel me? You got to know what you want at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to definitely, if you want to get some money in this shit, for real, it's, it's so many ways to get some money and shit. You just got to be smart. And like I said, don't be a fan. Mm. For real. You can be a fan, but don't be fanned out. Right, <laughs> right. For real, don't get fanned out. It's ugly out there in the field. <laughs> <laughs> it's ugly in the field. I swear. Before you, uh, before you like had places and stuff, what were you doing to make money in, uh, as, you know, with music? Oh, just pretty much. Um, Like I said, I was engineering. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mix and master and do all that. So, Pretty much every rapper in the city of Nashville was coming to my studio, coming through me to get their records recorded. Mm-hmm. Of course, they gonna come get a beat from me. So it was right. like a one-stop shop. Right. So that's what I was doing. I was $500, $600 a session to come sit with me. You Boy, feel yeah. me? And that, and that was everything? That recruited, you get the beat, mix and master, and we gone. You feel mm-hmm. me? You got your hit from band for about five, six hundred dollars How do you get past, <laughs> how do you get past the uh, fifth people that want like $15 an hour? Especially, I know, because I come from a smaller city. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Most people want that $20 an hour, $25 an hour. Well, I mean, I kind of was kind of blessed coming into the situation because before I moved to, like like I said, I'm from Columbia, Tennessee. Before I even moved to Nashville, mm-hmm. I had already had placements. Like my first placement was in 2012, French Montana. Oh, shit. I did this track called Water. It was on his Mac and Cheese album and shit like that. Mm. So like m- moving into the situation, I already had kind of, like, like I said, I had placements. So, when people come into the studio with me, I could have pretty much charged whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I got to the point where I was just charging people and they was paying it. You feel me? Yeah. So it is what it is. If they paying it, I'm gone. We going. We, we pushing. Being yeah. in a small city and having like a placement like that, it can definitely be big. Like, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, exactly. Snap. Yeah. Because, right. yeah. you know, they think like, you, you don't even have to be in the studio with them. They think, oh yeah, you were there. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was house. Yeah. It's like, kind of a mind fuck, bro, but you know, out, you don't put it out <laughs> like that. You just, you know, get your money and move, yeah. my dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real, for real. How did that song come about? Man, I, uh, I got, man, and this is another thing, and I know this is about producers not getting credit and shit like that. I don't even know how the song came about, bro. Like at the time, I was sending beats. I was going to, uh, I was going to SAE. It was a school in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I graduated from there and shit. So I was just sending beats out to different A and R's. You know, they had they had a lot of different A and R's on Twitter. That's when Twitter was going real, real crazy. Mm-hmm. So I was just sending beats out, and man, it caught. Like I didn't even know I had the placement. It came out, and the only thing that saved me was my tag. It, I wasn't even credited or nothing. Hit the album, album or mixtape. It was uh it was actually a it was a mixtape, but it was on iTunes as well though. You Which feel? mac and cheese was it? I think it was uh it might have been three, three or four. That was the album one. I think both of them came out as albums. Whichever one had the uh damn, what was that one song? Sanctuary. Whichever one had oh, the Sanctuary fast. song on there. Yeah, Black Metaphor Kill that be. Yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah. Shout out to Bro. Yeah, yeah, whichever one I had that on there, but I wasn't credited for them, but it saved me. It had my tag. And, like, it was another record I had with Nipsey Hussle. I did the Drop Coops on the uh, Crenshaw mixtape. The one that they sold for $100 a piece. Damn. It was credited to somebody else, but the only thing that saved me was my tag. How did you correct, How did you fix those right. situations? Man, I, I went on a rant on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> I, I wasn't going in, but I was just like, hey, Dip, I made this beat. And he DM'd me. He actually followed me, DM'd me, and the shit. Artist? Nah, Nip did. Oh, Nip did. Nipsey yeah. did. Mm. 
He DM'd me and shit like it. And shit, I was sending them beats and shit since then. I ain't never getting nothing plays with him. You feel me after that? But I kind of built that relationship. He had came to Nashville. I got to kick it with him and shit, smoke with him. Mm. And you mm-hmm. feel me? It was kind of relationship built type of thing. But I ain't really get to do no more music. But it was good to run across him when right. I did. You yeah. feel me? And I did lock in a record with him, even though I ain't get credit. I still got mm-hmm. one locked in. That's like legacy for me. Right. So you, you never me? actually got the credit for it, or the? No, nah, I didn't. It still say credited to whoever Bruce S is. Bruce, we coming Bruce. for you. <laughs> Bruce S, we got, we need that. Why didn't you get a lawyer on it? Or like, man, I was young, bro. Like when they came out, I think that was like I was twenty three years old. So I ain't had no money to go get no lawyer, do all this shit. Even though my tag was on there, like I ain't, I ain't had to know how to do nothing. I was still like. In my first apartment, making beats and just sending them the emails. And ain't always trying to get a placement, you feel me? So, mm-hmm. I'm just happy that my name even made it on there type shit. Mm-hmm. I was a fan. <laughs> yeah, that's still crazy. I mean, shit, that's, still, that's still a missed out check, though. Now, I know that was before streaming and everything, but still, like, to... Yeah. Yeah, I already know. Especially right. if you were selling for a hundred, she probably piece. five a piece for you. A hundred piece, bro. That was a cool little check, but you know. Now, would you know how to handle that situation now? Oh, definitely. Hell yeah. I'm getting paid for shit. Like, I'm still getting paid from water right now. But yeah. the French the French shit. Oh, was, so you did fix that one? Yeah, I did fix that one. What did that me? look like? It was cool. You feel me? It was just like, like that was before streaming too. So it was just like some on some light shit. And that was really right before French really just pop, pop. Mm. You feel me? So... Not in me what the payment looked like, what the correcting the situation looked like. Oh, correcting the situation. Pretty much I just uh just reached out. You feel me? I uh I had got an administration deal through some people and they just pretty much got on my publishing and it all it took for for them to just put some put put my business pretty much in order for me to go ahead and do what I need to do. Okay. Get everything in order. They put everything in order for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. So then how did you uh how did you end up linking with Dolph? Um, I actually uh was working with Key Glock at first. Okay. And I met him uh, through a mutual guy in Nashville, a DJ. And um uh, I had like the first time I started working with Glock, I had like four tracks on his on his mixtape, the Glock Bond. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And then he had he dropped another tape, the Glock Home, which I did the bottom of the pot on there. And then shit, I, I guess Dolph just heard my shit. Cause he called me like before Major came out. He called me like a month. Before it came out, I was like, what's up, bro? This dog, <laughs> you feel me? You know what I'm saying? I used the track and shit like that. I was trying to figure out what you want for the beat and stuff like it. You know what I'm saying? We just had a conversation, and that was it. So since then, we just, I just stayed on this line. We communicated with each other. Mm. And shit, now you got dumb and dumb, crashing out, all this shit. You mm. feel me? Thanks. Now, in one of your interviews, I remember you were talking about, um, you talked about like, you want to work with artists that's working just as hard as you Definitely. on the music and on the promotion side. So, like, after this whole um, The Dumb and Dumber come out, came out, right? Like, what is promoting yourself looking like? Like, what are you doing? Like, how do you promote yourself? Like, how does an art or a producer take advantage of, like, yo, I just produced this album. Mm-hmm. Like, let me get as much shine as everybody else. Well, pretty much, um, me, I just been shadowing the artists. I've been shadowing Glock and Dolph. Uh, staying with them when they go, when they doing the interviews and doing whatever they doing, shaking hands, getting to know people. So that way, when I double back and do my promo run, it'll be easy. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, uh, you feel me? Staying on social media, you feel me? Like, pretty much keeping everything going. I'm, I'm keeping just staying normal. You feel me? Staying mm-hmm. consistent. 
Like, I ain't shit changed from my everyday since this shit came out. Mm. I've been working. I've been doing the shit that I was doing before this shit came out. Mm. Hell yeah. You, like, hopping on, like, like obviously, you're on this the, this podcast, but there's, like, other shows that you, like, trying to reach out to that you may not have normally done or, like... Man, I don't know too many other shows. You feel me? Like, all the way up until probably about two or three months ago, I ain't know about producer grind. Like, mm. so a couple producers put me on that shit, and that's when I followed y'all, you feel mm. me? So, mm. hell yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know about too many shows, but... Shit, reach out. We'll see what's going on. It <laughs> got to matter. Go, go do one of those uh, New York runs. You know what I mean? Right, definitely. The breakfast yeah, the definitely. Thing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And that's another reason I was up there with them. Like doing that whole situation last week. Like shaking hands, getting to know some people. You feel me? Yeah. Mm. Now, what you call it? Um, we got to talk about this tweet that Dirty Glove Bastard put out. We actually reposted it. <laughs> uh, we'll put it up on the screen. They said, Bandplay produced 20 of the 22 songs on this Dolphin Glock project, but he's not mentioned once in the press release. Producers really got it bad out here. What was your initial reaction to that? I was just like, I mean, <laughs> it was kind of like, like I ain't really, I wasn't really mad about it because shit, all you hear is let the band play on the album. You feel me? Like, I mean, it would have been cool. You feel me? Because like in the initial actual press release, my name is in there. Okay. You feel me? I don't know if a lot of people didn't see that. And like, you know, they, uh, People actually showed me the initial press release. So I wouldn't, I, it wasn't me chirping, you feel me? It was other people mad for me. So it was just like, hey, you know, it is what it is. You feel me? I ain't chirping. Like, all you hear is my shit. Everybody listen to my shit right now. Yeah. So people gonna know, you know what I'm saying? I ain't chirping, you feel me? Producers, that's why I'm, that's why I'm on producer grind right now. I'm still grinding, you know what I'm saying? Because I got a, so a couple of things, you know, when, when we went and did our research on it, Um, one thing that stood out was, uh. Now on the cover, right? Mm-hmm. None of the songs say produced by band play, but on the bottom, the photographer got credit, and the mix <laughs> and master yeah, engineer got credit. Guy. The person who made the cover got credit, but I don't see no executive produced band play. Yeah. You know, majority produced band play. Twenty, yeah. at least a twenty-two or a twenty out of twenty-two. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so that's why I was like, damn, we gotta talk to bro about that. Like, yeah, yeah, but like I said, I, ain't, I wasn't really tripping about it. You feel me? All you hear is let the band play, man. Dumb and dumb are going crazy right now. Mm-hmm. You feel me? My best work of art yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what's going on. And then, so. and then I did see Dolph on the Sway interview. He was mm-hmm. like, hold up, before we do anything. Exactly. We got to give band play his credit. But to me, that kind of seemed like a reaction. Like, he almost saw that tweet, and he was like, oh, shoot, I do got to give bro credit. Right. Yeah, nah, shit, I don't know. I mean, shit, I don't know if he's seen it or not. We ain't even actually had a conversation about it. I ain't talked to nobody about it at all. Mm, you yeah. feel me? Like, I was actually in the room with them when he said that, you feel me? So it was seemed organic to me. It's my yeah. boy. It's yeah. my guy. It's what's going on. Yeah. It seemed like a situation <laughs> where it's like, for the outside world, like producers looking in the outside and the music industry looking in the outside in, they don't understand that y'all have the personal relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They and don't that, yeah, that. that's, that's, that's a lot of shit that people don't see. You feel me? But, you know, it ain't for the world to see everything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're going to see what I give you. But you there is dumb and dumb right now. But there is a part <laughs> where it's like you do, okay, you know, the, the relationship is cool. Yeah. Like to say you got the relationship. But it's also like, it's a, being on a platform, like, Yo, this man made Dumb and Dumber. Like, that's elevating your brand, too. So it's like, how do we show... Like, we really got to start showing, like, the producer side. Because there's really, like you said, 20 out of 22. So it's like, you should be doing, like... I feel like you should have the press run, too. And, like, you should have all your own interviews. And, like, I feel like that's what our responsibility is, is to really, like, start putting a platform for everybody. Like, especially the producers. Shit, that's dope. Shit, that'd be dope. 
I definitely would be willing to do that shit. I ain't mm-hmm. tripping. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's dope as fuck. One <laughs> could have oh now go ahead. I was gonna say and you could have it could have been dumb dumber and dumbest like you had oh yeah yeah that was hard. <laughs> yeah somebody yeah. had sent me that man shit was crazy as hell. <laughs> oh, crazy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you, you the dumbest? Yeah, dumbest. Dumbest. <laughs> the dumbest. The dumbest. So I say you. So yeah, a couple of couple couple people had you know comment in the section. Uh, Ina Bank. Shout out to him. Shout out to Tasha Gator. They both said, um, you know, artists actually pay publishers to publish articles about the release. Producers need to boss up, hire their own team, stop relying on artists, and you know, really kind of push stuff themselves. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. You feel me? Because. Like, I ain't never really just relied on the artists to put me on their platform. I always relied on my music to put me on their platform. So I can I can see, a, like like she's saying, producers need to boss up and, you know, put people in place to put your own run through. You feel me? Right. You know what I'm saying? I can I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's like, it's like producers got to start moving as artists now. Definitely. Just you feel me? Right. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Mm. So what uh where do you see yourself like going? You see yourself being like that um top top shelf not not top shelf like the top spot producer. Bro, I I definitely see myself being grade A A plus producer. You feel me? Super producer, just as well as any of these other super producers out here. You feel me? Like I got a wide variety of sounds for everybody to listen to. Mm-hmm. If anybody listen to that album, I'm not sticking to like just one type of beat on there. You feel Thanks, me? I definitely like, you that. listen to One Hell of a Life and then you go listen to everybody know. It's two totally different type of sound. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But, I'm, you feel me? I definitely see myself being as a top tier producer mm-hmm. in this industry. You feel me? For so, sure. The One Hell of a Life, that was the, the one with the guitar in there, right? For sure. Yeah, that was I think that, was, that one and the, um, and I look in the mirror. Uh, bag of back, money. Bag of money, yeah, yeah. Both those the hardest ones to me. Appreciate it. Where did the, how did the, how did the um, One Hell of a Life song come about like the the w- song yeah did you play that acoustic guitar or like no nah, um i actually uh i got the guitar out of uh, um i actually chopped it up out of some shit out of output arcade you heard of that yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's kind of plug in i've been using mm-hmm. stuff like that so i kind of chopped it up how i wanted it pretty much so it didn't sound nothing like how mm-hmm. i played it or whatever and you know that came about i named the beat 4 a.m in la because i was up about that time of night that's when i bounced it down Shit, they got on that motherfucker. I ain't even know. I left it. That was one of the beats. One of the beats in the photo I had left before I uh, left L.A. and came back. I came back and they was playing that song like every day. We was waking up in the house. They were playing that bitch through the Bluetooth speaker. Mm. I was like, "Hell, this is that bump. This bitch hard." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And that arcade though, bro. I tried that shit. That shit is hard. You ever tried it? I thought it was just only vocals. Uh, yeah. I they only had nah, the vocals. It's got, nah, it's got a little bit yeah, of everything, everything in there. Right? It's got a Nashville okay. plug in in there, motherfucker. Right? Only guitars. You got the Atlanta one in there? No. Oh, oh, you got Atlanta. Atlanta. What would that sound like, though? I don't even, that's exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> what would that sound like, dog? I don't know. <laughs> All kind of shit. <laughs> Migos <laughs> Atlas. Oh, right. No, I got a question like, what? How would you describe the Nashville sound? Like, how would you describe? Because we know what a Memphis sounds like, but yeah. what does Nashville sound like? Shit, right now it's band play. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say for that. You feel me? Right now it's band play. You go to if you go to Nashville right now, most of anybody that got a real big record in Nashville, they come from out of from my production. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So my sound right now is the Nashville sound for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Would you say it's similar to the Memphis sound? 
I mean, shit, we spill over. We just three hours from each other. And yeah, Memphis got their own swag, but Nashville got their own swag too. You mm-hmm. feel me? You can tell, like, when you hear a Memphis beat, you say, like, oh, yeah, that's a Memphis type of beat, the Memphis sound. But ain't no, ain't nobody really ever put Nashville in the mess saying, this, oh, this is a Nashville sound. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to be responsible for. Right, right. You got 20 beats to choose your Nashville sound from right okay. now. Now I can do so, that. Which one, talk to us about some of these, uh, you got like some country placements. Yeah. Oh, yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. I used to, uh, I used to work with Ryan Upchurch. I don't know mm-hmm. if y'all ever heard that. You did him. a remix with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did like I, I did like six albums with him. It was like country rap. Mm-hmm. And pretty much I was doing everything that Old Town Road is right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like acoustic drums with 808s. I was doing that shit three, four years ago, bro. Mm-hmm. Like literally. But and I, that shit got millions of views on YouTube right yeah. now to this day. All that shit. Now I got a question. Mm-hmm. Like when you working like when... When a trap like a producer goes and does a, the country route, do you work with session players or are you playing? Yeah, session yeah, players? yeah. It'd be session. It'd be uh, guitar players in there sometimes. Just depending on what they want. What type? Man, I put some fiddle on some shit. Uh, They've been in there with harmonica. Like for <laughs> oh, real, you said some fiddles. I was like, yeah, all kind of shit. And like, like right. I told you, I engineered that shit too. So I'm oh, in there shit. recording it, making mm. the beat. I'm really doing everything. Mm. You feel me? And putting that shit out. Dang, that's you crazy. A, you a producer, producer. Producer, producer, yeah. bro. Mm, executive <laughs> so, producer. So how, <laughs> executive <laughs> producer. How do those sessions compare to, you know, your, your regular rap session? It's not the same, but uh, for sure. <laughs> Are they gassing up? I'm, <laughs> the, one, I'm <laughs> the one smoking <laughs> the most weed in new sessions. They definitely ain't just fighting them no blunts like that. Fiddle player back there getting faded. Nah, they ain't doing it like that. They might be dipping on some shit. Country-ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> dipping to be yeah. eight up. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> five minutes. Here, cool. <laughs> You feel <laughs> Well, other than that, you feel me? Like, it was still fun. You feel me? It was an experience because yeah. it introduced me to a whole new crowd. It introduced me to a whole new level of myself that I unlocked or some mm-hmm. shit I ain't know I could do. Because mm-hmm. I was real, real deal making country beats. You right. feel me? Like, real deal. Mm-hmm. It's a song on there that ain't got no 808. It ain't got no, no regular sound that I would put in there, motherfucker. It's just acoustics and a bass line. And that motherfucker, it's like one of the dopest songs that he got. It's called Rolling Stone. Mm. I think that one like 50 million views or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's Shit crazy. crazy. That's crazy. So uh, how how did you link up with them? Uh, I got up with him through some uh, through some more people in Nashville. You feel me? Just, just working throughout. Just when I was working with Buck, I met a lot of different people. You feel what I'm saying? So just building relationships and keeping those relationships led me to making a lot of different money opportunities in Nashville, you feel me? So Does the country yeah. scene and the rap scene, do they blend? or Because like, to me, I'm thinking it's like country people over here, rap people over here. Nah, that shit don't blend at all. Really? Hell no, bro. That shit don't blend at all. Not even the same studios. <laughs> bro, no, not at no. all. Like, they don't even, you can't even book them studios in Nashville. Mm. Like, it's a reason why I got my studio and then another thing, you can't even smoke in no studio in Nashville. Mm-hmm. You better smoke if you want to. They're going to kick your ass straight up out of there mm-hmm. on me. So, like, how they got to set up in Nashville, they got a street called Music Row. Like, every, I'm talking about from BMI to ASCAP to every major record label has an office on this one street in Nashville, bro. Wow. And they, like, can't no rapper walk in there, I feel like. Dang, that's yeah. messed up. That's messed up, bro. <laughs> Cause it's like it's been like that for years. I mean, shit. It might be somebody that can do it different, but I feel like you gotta already had it, num- the numbers and the cloud and the following before you can walk in them buildings like that. They are gonna look at you like, man, you just arrived. We got uh, 
so and so Luke Combs over here just sold four million last week. We ain't tripping <laughs> on you, bro. Right. You feel me? Right. Dang, but so. like I feel like a lot of music, like we got a big corporate office for BMI ASCAP right there in the heart of Nashville, bro. You feel me? But I they mean, really only deal in country. It's a lot of country music go through there. All the country music go through there. Mm. Pop music, it's a lot of shit come through Nashville, bro. Mm. So are there a lot of guys like that are doing rap music in Nashville? But it's just kind of more so, low-key bedroom or house studios? Nah, man? it ain't it like it is studios in Nashville. It's just like it ain't no no main shit that a, like say say that a major would call and set up, I mm. need my artist to come here for a month. It ain't right. nothing like oh. that. Shit's on some shit like we got some money, I got a studio, let's build it type shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it's like it's just a lot of music to come out of Nashville. It's a lot of, like I said, it's a lot of artists, a lot of different talent down there. It's just a lot of it's it's so fucked up because it's like the people with the talent ain't got the money. The people with the money ain't got the talent at all. Garbage. <laughs> I'm talking about garbage. Yeah. You feel me? It's, it's it's fucked up. But you know, some people got it together, just want everything given to them. Mm. What's it gonna yeah. take for Nashville to get put on like the urban scene in Nashville? I don't know. Hopefully, band play do it. Thanks. So, what you would call it? Um, so it sounds like it sounds like you kind of um are an entrepreneur producer, and what I mean by that is like you weren't waiting on play. I mean, you did have placements, but it seems like you were like, "Yo, I'm a, uh, this is gonna be my lifestyle. I'm gonna make money off this regardless whether I'm recording people for fifty hour or I'm working with dogs." Bro, I made that decision in 2012 when I quit my job, bro. Well, actually, I didn't quit. I got fired from that motherfucker. Damn. After that, like, How'd you get fired? <laughs> man, being late to work, uh, trying to stay in the studio all night, what being kind late. Of job was it? I, was, I was working at insurance. I was a claims adjuster. Mm. I was working at insurance for uh, like injured permanent. The general, you ever seen hey, the general? Hey, the general be cruising <laughs> in that red corner. <laughs> I was working for the general, bro. So you you were pulling up, checking people's damage. Man, on the car. all of that shit, bro. Taking calls, shit that I didn't want to do the whole time, bro. While I was actually sitting in that desk when I got the water and the, the uh, Nipsey placement. I was sending them discs right wow. then, right then and there. You feel like those emails? My work emails with them beats came out of. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, bullshit. The general coming to you like, we want 15%. Right, right, right. <laughs> they need pub on them. Right. Yeah, yeah man. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I got fired for being late. I was like, man, since then, I just turned up on the music. Started using what I went to school for. Right. Using my real tiny. Doing what I'm doing. Was there, was there a time where you were like, kind of struggling or you, did you kind of Pick, pick right up. Man, hell no. I was struggling like a motherfucker. Like, there's a lot of times that I would be struggling because you're looking at people with jobs and people that's living a regular life and you're just like, man, I really want to do this music, but I need some motherfucking money too. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It was a hell of a struggle, but I mean, I just, bro, I just had the passion to, to do this shit, bro. Like, I still, to this day, bro, I still go to the studio and I might spend 12 hours in the studio just making beats. Still today, you feel me? Because I love this shit. I really love music, you feel me? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It was easy for me to just pick up and know what I wanted to do and make some real money doing it. You feel mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Other than, like, engineering, <clears throat> is there a way... Like, engineering seems like it's kind of like the consistent pay yeah. in music. If you're not engineering, how can you produce and get consistent money other than, like, in between the placements? Eh, you gotta be a cold motherfucker, or you be one of these sound clip producers. You know they're giving you ten beats for thirty dollars and shit like that. I mean, 
That would be the only thing. I never had a sound click. I never did nothing like that. You never like took that. like the online route. Man, right? hell no. I never wanted to give a nigga 10 beats for $30, bro. Because I already knew my shit was hard. Like, when I started out, of course my shit was garbage. I was hell no. Nah, my shit was garbage as hell. Because I was, I was working with FL Studio. Then I went to Reason. Then I went back to FL Studio. I was working on all different type of programs and stuff. So I, was, I had to build myself up to where I am right now. You feel me? So... I really like got this shit out the mud for real, bro. Yeah. For real. I feel like online producers kind of get a bad a bad rep from industry producers. I mean, not yeah. not, <laughs> not everyone's out here giving ten beats for thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, some not not all of them. But I mean, it's some people that real really real deal made a profit off of that shit. Like Superstar O and Facts. Vibe and them. Shout out to yeah. Superstar O, it's my boy. But like, they real deal make a they made a profit off that sound click shit. Cause right. Every rapper in the industry down there was downloading their little free beats. Mm. Yeah. And rapping on them hoes. Shit, what they say? Old Town Road was uh, bought for $30. Man, that's man. crazy. That's Bro, crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I didn't even know that. And they said it was bought for $30, bro. I hope it wasn't. That like... is the biggest song of our time right now. Facts. It's the longest running ever at number one, right? Yeah. I think it's like, crazy. What, 17 weeks now? 16, 17 weeks. That's now. crazy. That's bigger than any Michael Jackson song. Any, that's bro, crazy. The Beatles, bro. Take what was your, killed what, the Beatles, bro. Because you said you were on that country trap wave. What was your reaction when you heard that song? I was like, man, I just did the same beat not too long ago. Uh, I said, <laughs> same, for real, I said the same shit because, you know, it's only so many chords you can play with a guitar. Mm. You feel me? So I feel like I done made that same type of beat like so like 20 times. Mm. But, you know, he had the horses in the back. He killed me. <laughs> <laughs> You being in Nashville, you being in Nashville and kind of being around it, do you see that as is it just kind of like a uh, a phase that we're going through, or do you really mm. see that emerging as like an actual genre? I don't know. I can't really like say. I don't really know. I think people eventually get tired of it. Like it's just. I don't know. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. think the country, the country music people gonna have too much of that shit no more. <laughs> they, they ain't feeling it. They ain't feeling right, it. I'm want, talking about they working extra hard to beat them right now, bro. Right, right. <laughs> I about, mean, they pulled them off the, uh, man, the country. Man, it's gonna be some retired artists coming out trying to make a record right now, <laughs> You know now, what? Bro. Let, me, let me take this, man. Nah, <laughs> See a nigga like Drake just dropped his whole all old songs. Mm. You feel what me? Just Drake album. just dropped the album with all old songs on it. Oh, for real? Yeah, I ain't even know. <laughs> yeah, man. How Everybody unreleased or released? It was like 10 singles. Yeah. It was stuff that was already released. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just like shit that he didn't really put it, like put any pressure behind. It was like singles and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah I, I seen a whole bunch of old songs when I went and looked at the playlist. I was like, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, he pulled, he had the Oki Dog on us. Mm. But they in the charts though. That's got to be a streaming. <laughs> <a> stream <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, bro. Wait, they, they back in the charts. Got two countries. They in the charts. Damn, that's so. That's that's smart little little technique. So, you, so y'all saying basically like songs from like 2010? Yeah, like, old singles. Like, you remember the song Draft Day? He put that on there. Nah, you know the song uh, at 4 p.m. in Calabay. Put that in there. It's like now I'm up right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He put that one on there. So he just restreamed. He just restreamed his music. Yes, bro. Single. And it's going crazy right now. Back in the chart. That's crazy. Wow. Like his new music. Yeah, man. All in my motherfucking way, man. Dumb and dumb out right now, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all in my way and shit. <laughs> Back, he, was like, hold, he was like, hold up. A lot of people listening to this shit. Let me, yeah, man. Like, bro, you bump like, me over. It's cool, though, Drake. We, hey, still, we still streaming right now. 2010 files up. We about to, we about to yeah, take care of that. Ain't got nervous. He's like, Bad Play's dropping beats from 2013. We can say yeah. shit. Uh, <laughs> man. 
That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Damn. But Probably I think, good. I don't know, back to that, like, the country wave, the country trap wave, I don't think it'll probably stick around like a little Nas, but I had listened to this dude named um, Jelly Roll. Yeah. He's from Nashville. It's hard. Yeah, Jelly Roll bumping. He's been around for a minute. Yeah, I actually he got did a couple, couple of streams. Yeah, I actually did a couple of he's rapping too over country? It's country? like, it's not no rap, but it's not country. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like, you. have you ever listened to Yellow Wolf? It's kind of yeah, like know, that yeah. type of shit. You okay, feel me? okay. He rapping, but it's like real type of live instruments. He rapping yeah. over. So it's like the movement's kind of been going on. Yeah, yeah, it's been going on. Hell yeah! Like people, like people, been catching waves in Nashville. It just ain't been broadcasted to the world like that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like it's really hard, bro. It's crazy because, like, like I told you, just every major office in in Nashville, but it ain't really no urban mu- music scene down right. there at all. It's so crazy. Mm. Have you ever heard a artist named Big Smo? I think he's from Nashville. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard of Big Smo. He's like kind of country trap too. Uh-huh. Yeah, not yeah. really trap though. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe storytelling like really good. Like you know how country songs like they'll talk about like whatever. Yeah, they that's exactly what they doing, but they rapping it. Right. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy because like so many people thought this shit was corny years ago. Yeah. Old Town Road got this shit popping right now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right now, it's so crazy. Mm. Well, shoot, man. What is what is like? What is the next big project look for you? Look like for you? Like, are you guys already working on you, Dolphin Glock? Are you already working on something? Are you working with another artist? Yeah, like, for sure. Um, um, for sure, we're working on a Glock album right now. You feel yeah. me? Um, I don't know what he's gonna call it yet, but we've been working on that in the midst of all of this. Uh, I believe Dolphin may be working on the album. You feel me? We got tons of videos when they come out from this from Dumb and Dumber shit. You feel me? It's just, it's just finna go up. We finna mm-hmm. take it up another level. It's gonna seem like we resurfaced it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Now, after you sign, is it, do you find, is it, do you still get to work with other artists as much as you did before when you weren't um, signed, or are you the more locked in with paper out? I mean, it's it's a locked in situation, but if I am gonna work with another artist outside of them, it's gotta make sense for me, and it's gotta make sense for the whole situation. You feel me? I'm not gonna. Come come away from that to step down to an artist that ain't just really, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That ain't pushing just because they got some money. I ain't tripping on no nigga money right now. Mm. You feel me? So Now, how, how do you feel about like, okay, so say an artist comes out, right? Or an artist and a producer come up together and then that producer goes on to work with the whole industry and now everyone kind of taps into that sound. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be interesting to kind of see like a producer-artist duo kind of stick together and like, damn, nobody can get the beats from this dude only. Yeah. You know what I mean? Only. Yeah, that would be dope. It might be what I do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You feel me? Like, I'm only, I'm going after the big bag. You feel me? I ain't tripping. I've been working with rappers my whole life. I'm trying to get a pop placement now. You mm-hmm. feel me? I'm on net type shit. R&B song. You feel me? I'm mm-hmm. on net. Mm-hmm. I've been working with rappers. Like, it don't take me long at all to make a rap beat. Now, what do you use? I use FL. FL? Yeah. What version you on? I'm on 12, 12. and 20. Mm. I ain't more so 12. Really? Why, People don't respect more 12, so 12. Like that. People don't respect FL 12. I don't know. I, What's I, wrong with I like 12. 12 like the ugly duckling. Yeah. I don't know why they do that, though. Because I was using, I was using, I think I was using 11 all the way up until the top of this year. Yeah. And then I just got 20 probably like two months ago, but... I think it's still a demo right now. Mm, <laughs> yeah, all my beats, I gotta bounce them down. Damn. <laughs> you like 20? 
Yeah, it's yeah, cool. It's cool. It, it runs smooth. I like when you got a, uh, say if you're doing a sound and it's static and you can bounce the sound down in the module right there yeah, and right pull there. it back. I like that. Crazy. You feel me? Other than that, then you didn't really entice me too much. Mm. It's smooth. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, yeah. And then engineering, would you be using Pro Tools? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely Pro Tools. Oh, I wanted to ask you about your production team that you had. The street orchestra? Yeah, definitely. Is that still in motion? Hell yeah. Definitely, man. Street orchestra said they had that. So mm. that's what's going on. What you got, like loop guys or like... Nah, uh, everybody made beats. Uh, I got Triple G, Ty, DJ Sirene, Chino Dollars. You feel me? Um, Cohart, you feel me? Like, it's just a collective. All of us, mm-hmm. all of us going crazy. Like, they all make beats. And when I ain't in my studio, they engineering, doing mm-hmm. all of that. You feel me? So, shit, while I'm going crazy, I'm trying to bring them up. You mm-hmm. feel me? Yeah, yeah. So, as a collective, do y'all send, like, a street orchestra beat pack out to artists or they send out man I send they beats with mom oh okay yeah yeah yeah. like I send beats to artists it just depends on what artists I send to if I got a beat that they they made with me to fit the sound hell yeah I'ma send it I ain't biased or nothing like that I'm Mm -hmm. fair as hell Mm-hmm. Real shit. I want my dude. I want my boys to eat. I want my boys to go up. You feel mm-hmm. me? That way we all got just got Nashville and everything on lock. Y'all was gonna say all Nashville guys. Yeah, yeah. They are from Nashville. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it seems like you're taking the right steps to show to get the light shine on uh, Nashville. For sure, man. Right. I'm trying, man. You feel me? Hopefully they let me eat. <laughs> yeah. You got to knock on some doors. Was it Music Ave? Yeah, you yeah. Music come, Row. Go, music Row. Now yeah. Kick down some doors. For sure. <laughs> Shit, we got a uh, a, sec- a section of the podcast. We haven't done it. I don't think we've done this in like 10 episodes, but we Way call it uh, Overrated, Underrated. <clears throat> so we got one, two. We got five uh, five topics. We're just going to basically ask you if you think it's overrated or underrated. Okay. And then uh, if we want to talk more about it, we'll just ask you more about it. Right. So yeah, throwback, overrated, underrated. I think it's the first one of 2019, low key, but um, producers investing in jewelry. Overrated. <laughs> it's overrated. Overrated. Yeah. Now, we, we got to get your take because we, we, we've asked a whole bunch of people this, and we get mixed answers, so definitely curious to hear yeah, what Yeah, overrated. I mean, shit. I mean, it's only so much jewelry you can buy, and then the value of jewelry be going down, so it'd be, it be up and down, you feel me? I would much rather invest in some houses or some other shit like Fact, that. Right? You feel yeah. me? Some, some, some shit just gonna make some long money. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That jewelry shit, like, once I put a necklace or a rollie on, you feel me? I got it on. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. It look good, you feel me? You, you might meet some people you ain't never met before, but other than it, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Overrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, what, when do you think you start, you'll see yourself kind of venturing outside of music and getting some uh, properties and stuff like that? Man, immediately. Immediately, bro. Like, I ain't gonna know you. I'm 29 years old right now, so I'm already, like, trying to do things that's going to, like, bring me a bigger bag. You feel me? I've been doing that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, like I said, I got a studio in Nashville. It's open 24 hours. It's making money. That's just one venture I got right now. I'm trying to do some more shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, next topic is beat battles. Underrated. Underrated. Wow, yeah. I was not expecting that. Underrated. Right. I actually got my start making NB battles. Mm. Yeah, yeah. In Nashville, they had one called the Soundtrack Beat Battle. And like, it was really popping at the time. Like, they had, it's a lot of producers that you see now that's going crazy that was in them beat battles and stuff. Mm. For real, but hell yeah, like it really, it really like 
expanded. I feel like it, it, it made me expand more as far as other people's sounds, hearing other people's shit. You feel me? Actually competing with them, how I can improve myself and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, yeah, I really, like, I enjoy doing B-Battles. Like, I still do a B-Battle right now. You feel me? <laughs> I still do one. Like, That'd for real. Hard. It's dope. Um, Next one, overrated, underrated. Having no effects on the master channel. Like, what type of effects, though? Like, what do you put on your master channel? Man, I would put, like, I would just EQ it a little more. I say, I say, uh, underrated. Mm. I say underrated. You never mess with I, like ozone? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That type of shit. Ozone, you know, some type of EQ. That's kind of like a master. What is like a mastering plugin, yeah, right? Ozone. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I got a, uh, I got a homeboy that actually use it at the studio. But we've been using Lander too. You heard of that? Yeah, hell yeah. Lander yeah, dope yeah. as fuck. Mm. I mean, it's kind of a hit and miss, but it is dope, though. Yeah, especially yeah. With, like with vocals on it too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. What is Lander? Is that the odd the, the one you send in your beats and it automatically it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. shit crazy. Like I done put some shit in there and it just somebody made it bump. Mm-hmm. I like damn, just a beat. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, the beat bit, and a song. I, I didn't get a song like it too. Don't um, you know, you know, Airbit is Airbit. Yeah, people sell beats on there. I think they actually uh-uh. like teamed up with them. Bro. Yeah, like you upload your beats and you can just get a master on Lender. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I ain't, uh, ain't heard of that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm still getting familiar. Like, I'm still getting familiar with new VSTs and shit like that, bro. Like, I don't, mm. I don't, it's a lot of shit that I ain't familiar with. What's like you a new one you just found out about? That I just found out mm-hmm. about? Um, let me see. I felt like I, the, the arcade shit. Like, I just got on this year two months ago. Damn. So I ain't even explored it fucking yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just went the legit route. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chop that out for Spectronics. Spectronics don't come and get us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's it's cool though. I fuck with honest here. It's just so many sounds and motherfucker. You can't even, you don't even know what you wanna make. Right. You get to going through too many sounds, you're gonna bore yourself. Spend three hours just going through sounds. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I've been using it too. I've been using it for like if I already got a beat going, I'll go in there and find a sound to add to it. Mm-hmm. I can't start a sound with atmosphere. It's gonna it's gonna kill my vibe. For real? Yeah, it's too Hell much yeah, bro. It's too much going on. I feel, I feel Unless you knowing what you're going for enough. But other than that, it's too much going on. Like, I be so scatterbrained. You got some presets. Yeah, you got to get some presets. Yeah, so yeah. You know, see, so I, many, yeah. Like, I had to do that. Yeah, we got you. We load you up. My boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah cause I ain't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what the hell I want to make it on this show. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, shit be crazy. Whatchamacallit, um, you still, uh, you still like try to learn new things or like watch tutorials and stuff or you kind of? Yeah, definitely. I be trying to, um, like different effects and stuff like that, how to do stuff. Cause I, I still like I still be engineering every now and then. Like the artists that I work with under the street orchestra shit. Yeah. Like I still be engineering their sessions and stuff sometimes. Mm. So I'm I'm steady more learning different tricks and different different things to do to kinda improve myself. It's always room for improvement for sure. Yeah, they they ate me up in the comments when I asked somebody that question before. For real? Yeah, they're like, Why are you asking me bro still watch tutorials? Bro's in the game, bro's on like Nah, yeah. hell no. Nah. Like, you feel me? You get to thinking like, yeah, hey, you're going to fall off fast. Mm-hmm. You're going to fall off fast. <laughs> you feel me? I, I feel like I still just got a footy in right now. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? How long have you, you said since 14? Yeah, it's now 14. 18 years. 
Stay humble. Right. You can see it all. You can see it all. Yeah, that's my boy too. Shout out to C-Note, man. I'm part of the honorable court with him. For real, for real. That's my guy. I love to know it. That's my boy. Shout out. Overrated, underrated, collabing with other producers. I mean... <laughs> this sound like it's about to be good. <laughs> nah, it's uh, I mean, it is overrated. I feel like it's overrated, but I mean, it's kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of stuck in the middle of that because it's a, it's a, it's a couple of producers that that collab with me on Dumb and Dumb. Mm. You feel me? Like they uh, may send me a lube or added something to a beat or some shit like that. You feel me? So I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like it's. Bad or nothing like that, you feel me? It just gotta be, I feel like it gotta be a good business opportunity and also the vibe of whoever you're working with, too. Because the people that, like I said, the people that did collab with me, these are our friends, you feel me? These are our homeboys that I've been knowing for like either five years or that I've like recently met and I fuck with them type shit, right. you feel me? So it ain't no outside motherfuckers just like, oh yeah, I made a beat with him, we going, hell nah. Mm. I won't even play your shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now you do you prefer all right, it's two different types of collabing, like in the studio collabing or and then the own like sending loops. Definitely in the studio. Like Definitely one, in the studio. Yeah, yeah. I don't want nobody just send me no whole whole, whole bunch of loops. Now I, I will, I will if they like exclusively made for me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But nah. You get those industry packs like when um like Frank Dukes and QBs when they send all their stuff out, you get those too. Yeah, yeah. Q actually just sent me some shit a couple of days ago. Mm. He sent me like two packs made for me for sure. Mm-hmm. I ain't even open to yet. I'm finna go crazy with it, dog. Mm-hmm. I gotta wait till I get somewhere by myself. Mm-hmm. You want the special <laughs> orders? It seems like <laughs> a special delivery. I gotta wait till I get somewhere by Exclusive myself. Exclusive delivery. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. Last but last but not least, on overrated, underrated bird scooters. <laughs> 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 underrated. underrated. <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> I like the bird scooters. They cool. You be, feel me? Sometimes careful, you man. don't want to walk. If you don't want to walk, you pick up a little bird, get you get where you want to go. You feel right. me? Mm. I like the little birds. They got them all over Nashville. For real? Hell yeah. They all over Nashville. My studio kind of downtown, so I can get on a bird instead of driving my car. Go down the street to McDonald's or something. Mm. So if you run, 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 if you want to run in the band play, man, just keep an eye out. Man, I'm going to be on the bird. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm going to be on the bird going by 80. <laughs> you ride, you ride in the street or you ride on the sidewalks? Both. Oh, okay. Both. Yeah. yeah. You swerving in and out? Yeah, all this shit. Blow the horn at me. Catch me in traffic. <laughs> oh, stop. You have a, have a talk after the interview about the bird. Right. <laughs> yeah, be right. careful on them things. Um man, so yeah, but I think yeah, that so that's it for overrated, underrated, man. Um, so what, where, where is it from here for you, man? I know we kind of already shit super up, bro. That's how I'm trying to go. I got the right team around me. You feel me? My management team, Easy Entertainment. You feel me? That's bro right here. That's my boy. Mm. You know it. Shit, got the paper route shit going on. Street orchestra. Only, um, we only trying to go up. That's mm. all we doing. Mm. It's our time now. Now, how long? How long has uh, the situation with your management been? Man, shit, it's my brother. Mm. You feel me? Like from another mother for sure. Mm. At least five plus years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You think it, it's important to have to be managed by someone that you're close with? Definitely. You feel me? Because 
at the end of the day, they know you, you feel me? And they not just there to get paid or anything like it. You know what I'm saying? They know you. They know what you like. They know what you don't like. You feel me? Shit like this. It's very important to have somebody you trust mm-hmm. that you, you know what I'm saying, that's been around you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that get in the industry and they go get an industry manager. Man, they just trying to get their percentage, my boy. You mm-hmm. feel me? <laughs> you going to get paid what they give you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's my brother for sure. And then last thing before before we let you get out of here, um, let's bring it back to you working at your job, 2012. <laughs> what advice would you give to someone right now in that same position with talent? They want to pursue music career. They got a job. They don't know how to take the leap, when to take the leap. Yeah. Talk to him real quick. Man, my boy, just keep going. That's all I can tell you. Keep working, stay in this studio as much as you can. You feel me? If you don't want to get fired, don't be late to work like I was. If you do want to be fired, stay in the studio like I did. You feel me? And keep pushing. That's all I can tell you for sure. Do you think that uh, quitting a job, quitting your job and just jumping knee deep into it is? I don't smart? recommend. I don't recommend because you, like I said, you still want to make you some money. Like you, you, you'll know when it's right. You feel me? When you want to jump out there on that leaf on your music, you'll know when it's right for sure. You don't want to jump out there in the blind. It's like getting hit by a car, just running out there in church. Just like on the bird hey. scooter. On the bird scooter. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got hit yet. We're going to knock on wood, man. God damn. <laughs> if you had to change, if you could go back and change like one thing that you were doing or like just one thing, like what would you do going back? Not be a fan. Yeah. Not be a fan of these rappers. So, I feel that. Don't be a fan. Get your business in order, man. Get your money, man. Mm. It's your money, Mike. <laughs> For sure. Band play, man. Appreciate you pulling up, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Let them know appreciate where they go follow you. Man, all social media, I am band play. That's what's going on, man. Fuck with me. Hit it up, man. Another dope episode in the books, man. Peace Hit y'all. that subscribe. Yeah, yeah.